This is Deanna Gosha with episode 27 of the Sojourn Podcast. Today, we're beginning our new podcast series, Stories from the Beatitudes. We can feel alone and disconnected due to the busyness of our lives. At Sojourn, we believe women should not travel alone. We connect with each other through our stories, letting us know we're not alone in our feelings or our circumstances. Join me each week as I teach, tell stories, or interview other women to help us connect with one another and see God's presence in our midst. If you've ever felt alone or disconnected, this podcast is just for you. The Christmas tree was in the corner. The lights blinking in their multicolor show that my husband always insisted on. No pretty white lights for us. Large bulbs, blinking bulbs, running lights, still bulbs, blues, reds, greens, yellows. Covering the tree was ornaments from our 30 plus years of marriage. Star Wars figures, angels, little footballs, handmade plaster designs. It was a silent night, a peaceful night. We, meaning my husband and three sons and I, sat around the living room reading, playing games, and soaking in the warmth of the fire. It was perfect, until it wasn't. Someone walked by the tree, and the next thing we know, it's falling, in all its glory, right onto the carpet. Needles everywhere. Ornaments rolling across the floor, water soaking into the carpet. We sat stunned. Well, we did have a recurring problem with falling Christmas trees. As in, at least every other year, our tree would take a nosedive to the ground. But usually, there was a warning. A shift of the tree, a leaning to the right or left, some kind of clue to prepare us. But this time... Nope, it just went down without warning. This time, it looked particularly disastrous. As my husband bent down to pick it up, I noticed broken glass. There on the ground was the ornament in pieces, shards of it sticking up from the carpet, the most important ornament on the tree. All eyes went to me. They were sure I was going to break out sobbing. I took a deep breath. It's okay. It's no one's fault. It isn't like it's Victoria broken in pieces, even if it felt like it for a moment. Fifteen years before, we had a little baby girl stillborn, Victoria Rose. She wasn't quite full term, but not too far off. We held her, we grieved, each in our own way. Two women who understood loss came beside me, holding out a Christmas ornament to put on the tree as a way to remember her. One, a tiny baby booty with Victoria's name eloquently written on a card attached. The other, a white bulb with a golden, a beautiful golden-haired little girl painted on it with wings and a halo added to recognize she was in heaven her name scrolled underneath. It was that bulb that was scattered, broken into pieces on my floor. Jesus spoke about those who mourn and what we call the second beatitude spoken on a mountain to a crowd of people. He said, blessed are those who mourn 
for they will be comforted, blessed. When I couldn't find Victoria's heartbeat, I didn't feel blessed. When I had to go through labor knowing I'd go home with empty arms, I didn't feel blessed. When the little girl I had prayed for and longed for didn't even get to take a breath here on earth, I didn't feel blessed. But the thing is, that didn't last. Joy that didn't make sense invaded my soul, my life. It was the joy that the word blessed points to. A joy so deep that it isn't attached to the things we think will make us happy. Food was brought, cards sent, calls made. When I thought I couldn't possibly be blessed, I was. When I thought I couldn't possibly ever be okay, I was comforted. And even though the suffering didn't go away, God was there, never leaving me, even in the darkest of night. Months later, my friends brought their little boy to the front of the church. We'd been pregnant together and our kids would have been friends. Instead, they came alone, dedicating their little boy to God. I was okay, and then I wasn't. I left the surface as quickly as I could, rushing into a room sobbing. I sat at a wooden Sunday school table in a folding chair with light streaming through a narrow window on my face. I sat alone and all the grief poured out, all the what ifs and the pain of loss. And then Peggy showed up, the one who gave me the glass ornament, the one who painted what she imagined Victoria would have looked like. I don't remember what she said, but I do remember how she made me feel. Seen, loved, understood. Peggy had faced loss and she knew. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. The word that Jesus used, comfort, means to come beside. And that's what Peggy did for me. She came beside me. She sat. She made space for me to mourn. She didn't hurry me along. She let me know that one day it would be better. But now it was okay to cry. Isn't that what God does? Whether we're mourning over our sin, over a loss, over hard things, he comes beside us. He sits with us. He loves us. He understands. He lets us know it won't be like this forever. He holds hope for us. And as we reflect his love, we come beside one another, not to give platitudes or try to numb the pain, but rather to make space for grieving, to be strong enough to hold the hope for someone else until they can hold it for themselves. And that glass ornament that was shattered? Well, Peggy heard what happened. And even though it had been a decade since I had been in touch with her, she painted another and had it delivered to me. It hangs on our tree each year at Christmas near the top, reminding me that we may mourn 
that we, we will be blessed as we're comforted. As God walks beside us, as others reflect his love, as they come beside us too. Today I'm thinking about all those who mourn and wondering what I can do to comfort them. How can I walk beside them? Maybe we can pause and think about those around us who are hurting and take some time to send the text, I'm thinking about you, or make supper and leave it on the doorstep, or call and ask if we can go grocery shopping, or maybe sit beside them and not say a single word. Just hold space for the grief. Maybe you're the one who's mourning today. Maybe you feel alone in that grief. I'm thinking of you. And more importantly, God knows. He sees you. He loves you. He's sitting beside you. May you be comforted with his presence and his peace today. Thank you for tuning in to our podcast today. Join us each week in the next couple months as we explore more stories from the Beatitudes, stories that illustrate what it means to be blessed. You can find Sojourn on Facebook and Instagram as Sojourn Women. Follow us there for Sojourn Updates.